have that tummy ache If you want reviews to make you laugh Listen to the Meteor Theater Podcast And think about your favorite movies I don't like the one with Nicolas Cage and the bees Hello, welcome to the Meteor Theater Podcast, episode number nine. We're going to be doing it a little bit differently today. We're going to a little bit be- uh, peek behind the curtain. We usually record the full episode on Thursdays, but then we're actually going to do half of this on Tuesday and then the other half on Thursday. So right now on a Tuesday, the people I have with me are Ryan Healy. Hi. Uh, Chase Mack. Yeah. Rodrigo Avila. Sup. And Andrew No. Star Wars. <laughs> and we'll be talking about that a little bit later. But firstly, to go up, the first thing, and so, uh, Rachel will be coming a little bit later, but the first thing, as always, we get into box office. The top one of this week was Shazam, again, uh, 54% drop, which is pretty good for a superhero movie. It's not, It made $24 million last weekend, which makes it worldwide over two weeks, $260 million, and it's opened over every market, and that's off of $100 million budget. So we talked about it a little bit last week. It's already been greenlit for a sequel. I I'd say this is a pretty healthy return for Shazam, and it's a pretty good drop. Didn't or it it's an okay like, drop. It cost like eighty million. Yeah. Um, box office Mojo has a report at a hundred, but even then, <laughs> twenty mil. What difference? You know, I mean, this is probably. I can see it breaking like four hundred million by yeah. the end of its run. Well, which... Well, I mean, it's going to hit a buzzsaw next week, so I don't, and then like these 20 million is going to turn into one or two million in just two weeks, so I think it will be more around 300, 350, which is still three times its budget, which is good. It's profitable, but barely. It's not, it's not a huge, like a Suicide Squad type success for um, Warner Brothers, but, which feels weird to say a Suicide Squad type success, but it's, it's good. It, I think it's good for them. They already greenlit the sequel, which will have The Rock, so that one will do a lot better, probably. But, yeah, I don't know. This is pretty good for that. And then Little, which stars Issa Rae, who's from the HBO show Insecure, um, and uh, Marisai, I forget her last name, but she's from Blackish, I believe. And uh, what's that other woman's name? I'm forgetting. Another prominent woman Sir as well. Raji P. Henson? Nope. No. Um, I believe it's either Regina King or Regina Hall, but I cannot remember oh. which. I think it's Regina Hall. Wait, for which movie? It's Regina Hall, now that I think about it. So <laughs> Regina Hall, Issa Rae, Marseille something from Blackish are all in this movie. It, it, was, it performed pretty well. It had a t- production budget of $20 million. It made seven, $15 million in the United States, 17 worldwide. It's going to make a little bit of money. Did anyone see this? Little? Yeah. No. Nope. No. It is, looked terrible. Is anyone gonna see this? No. Nope. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I thought this was, like, a joke when it was first announced, and I'm like, oh, okay, sure, it's, like, the is, opposite of big, and then the first trailer, I'm like, oh, God, it's real. Okay. Isn't it, in a way, kind of the Shazam again? Like, but opposite? But opposite? Like, um, what's the plot of this movie? I, I, don't, I don't really know. It's, it's a parody of yeah. Big, but Shazam is a parody of Big as well. Shazam's not, Shazam's not no. necessarily a parody of Big. It's just... Like an iteration of Big. No, no it's no. like, think of Big, but if it was like a superhero. Yeah. Because the thing is, Shazam came way before Big did. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, the, kid, the concept of a kid turning into adult superhero is nothing new. Yeah. yeah. 
I think it's the mm-hmm. fact that the the way the both movies, you know, Shazam, Big or Little, they, the way they've done it, that's what's been different. Well, in Little, it looks like uh, the grown woman becomes a girl. Yeah, right? yeah. So basically, yeah, I think backwards. it's like some like business exec or something. She goes somewhere and spells put on her to now where she's a little kid. Kind of like <laughs> Tom Hanks. This movie sounds terrible. Oh, yeah. It, it it's just like from the first minute of the trailer, I was already like, this film is going to be kind of shit. And I. It just looks like one of those, like, it's it hits the headlines for the first week, and then the next week it goes, like, down to number, like, nine or number eight in the box office. Which, speaking of. The missing link. Well, we'll talk about the missing link a little yeah. bit. Oh, yeah. I actually, I actually have that in mind. But um, little for this one. But the reviews are okay. They're not great. But for a comedy around the fifty, I think it's a fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's all right for a comedy. Um, and it's, it's, it's going to make money. It's not going to be a little sequel. There's not going to be a little two. But um, it it's, <laughs> it does bad. But do you, or it, it did okay. But one film that did terrible and there's absolutely. I was trying to look for the silver lining in this movie, but there's not one. Every single financial report is terrible. It's Hellboy. Actually, there's one silver lining that it, it's only cost $50 million. So it won't be a huge loss, but it opened at $12 million. Um, and it only opened in the United States. The marketing and on this film was just terrible. The, the marketing yeah. was bad. It, it was an ill-conceived concept, really. To that second trailer didn't help things, but no. there have been two Hellboy movies beforehand. Yeah. Like Del Toro, and those were fantastic mm-hmm. movies. I think it's just... This one just... Well, Del Toro was already a niche director, and then I mean before Shape of Water, and then Hellboy is was like it wasn't that known of a property. It didn't have that much of an audience. Mm-hmm. David Harbour is not that big of a star. Guillermo Del Toro didn't come back. The marketing was like there was nothing going for this. You movie. know what? Only what I'm happy about this is that the Del Toro movies, like the the other two Hellboy movies, had higher openings. Even yeah. When they opened like a decade ago. Yeah. So it's like you know. That makes you feel better. I think it... There's justice. If I remember this, I think it was like... It was substantially lower, this opening. Than, yes, uh, it was like half of the last one. And yeah, and those opened in 2008 and I think 2005 or 2006 or something like that. And so, I mean, yeah, there's really there's really nothing good to report. There won't be a Hellboy 2 either. Um, no. But I don't think it'll lose too much money. Rule of thumb, you have to make double your budget to get... Uh, um, what's it called? To break even. Uh, which would mean it would need to make around $100 million. It won't get there. It'll get to around maybe 40 50 mm-hmm. and then it'll be done. But David Harbour will be fine. He's in um, Black Widow, so and it'll Stranger be good. Things, and Stranger Things. Those paychecks will be pretty good. And yep. he, I think he's in a show. I know, no, he's going to be like in a movie. I know he was in something else. Uh, oh, yeah. he's going to be in Black Widow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, yes. Ah, ah. And, <laughs> and then, then um, also, nobody really knew what to make of Hellboy. Oh, like at least like this rendition. They're like, okay. Like he's already been this made. was is this a sequel? Is just just a retelling? Well I just why, didn't hear anyone ever talking about made? it. Yeah. Like I only know one person who even considered watching it, and he actually ended up watching half of it, but half of it. Yeah. Half of the it. second half, not the first half, surprisingly. Um, everybody who saw it, they're like, oh the books are good and like the comics are good and I'm like, well how was the movie? Well no, the books are good. Then uh, moving on, Pet Cemetery dropped 60%, which isn't great. But for a horror film, is kind of in line. But it's right now it's made $76 million on a $21 million budget. So that one will do fine as well. I don't think anyone has seen or is going to see Pet Cemetery. Nope. Uh, <laughs> I'm scared. And scary. then, 
yeah, Dumbo, Captain Marvel. But then, um, as Chase was opening or talking about earlier, it actually adjusted and it opened at number nine this yeah. weekend was Missing Link, which is by yeah. Leica Films. And if you don't know who Leica Films is, or is it Leica? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. big it's, that. Um, yeah, it, well, they might that. not get to um, because they're the same studio that opened Kubo and the Two Strings um, and some other animated. Yeah, the, all of these stop motion things, but they've like almost all failed. They like except Coraline. I think Coraline is the only one. That no, was, like, it's not that like they all like not almost like all failed. It's like they made money, but they but but the money they made was not. No, well, it's not enough to most keep of this movies, company in like, business. I think only Coraline and maybe Paranormal. Hey, no, made a yeah, profit. no, yeah, Paranorman and them made a profit. Kubo, but like everything else Kubo was a did. loss. Yeah, and and then we and then I was listening to it. Um, I was listening to Dan Merle talk about it, and then all of these um, films. And like has already said that they're probably going to stop making stop motion films because it's oh, just no. it's, it's it's not profitable. I mean, these films are beautiful and they're good movies yeah. too. Like actually, Missing Link is one of those movies like. I admittedly I was not gonna watch it in theaters yeah, <laughs> Cause, yeah. you know cause it's like pretty close to Avengers I'm sorry I need to save my money yeah uh, <laughs> but it's a movie that totally would be down to seeing like you know when it's out like on streaming and stuff cause it looks great well I think Missing Links well good. the problem with Leica is they don't really have the resources to market their movies as much as a Pixar or a Disney or anything like that so like Mix, Missing Link I've only heard about Missing Link cause they offered me a whole bunch of advanced tickets to it but I haven't seen too many like trailers for it. I mean, Hugh Jackman was in this thing, but he hasn't been doing any press for it or anything like that. Yeah. So it just kind of went he's away. He's busy with his upcoming What's he doing? musical tour. Yeah, he's uh, doing a musical tour. Well, he could have taken a week off. Like This is a film that he did. You can't just skip yeah. the promotional tour. I mean, what, give, what grants him the most money, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, thing I mean, or, it's supposed yeah. to be a part of your contract. If you're going to sign on to this film, you're going to also sign on to the press. But I mean, I guess he, he got off. But I mean... Him doing a press that would have been huge for this movie. Yeah. Probably would have helped the box office by a lot. He didn't. Yeah. Now so it's Solana was probably kept off the pressure because, like, she's also Mar Mar Marvel was like, we don't want you anywhere near the press until after Avengers comes out. Yeah, like <laughs> I, yeah. I forgot that she was in this movie. Too. Wait, who was in it? I missed the name. So is Aldana. Oh, was she? Oh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I thought for a second I thought it wasn't her. I thought it was um, who's the girl that was in the Hitman's Bodyguard? Salma Hayek. Salma I thought it was Hayek. Salma Hayek who was voicing it, but then. Mm -hmm. Huh. Those are really different voices. <laughs> yeah. um, Somebody made the point on Twitter with this movie. They said something like, uh, "Like, you if, do, yeah, you so you're original. like trashing Hollywood for not making um, original films. Yeah, like original films. It like, but yet, like, here's an original film that's coming out and has good reviews, but yet you still won't see it. Well, people have been doing that for a long time, but I mean." Honestly, it's mostly... I don't think the general audience cares that much. Like I, The general audience aren't the people who are always going like, stop doing Avengers and keep doing um, The Shape of Water. No, Maybe it's that's not, not that, what but saying. it's basically like he was... This guy was like calling out film Twitter and stuff like that. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a lot of original films that come out every year. They're just not usually given a huge budget and not usually given a huge distribution. But I mean, people have salaries. Or people have like... Limitations, you can't see everything, so, you know, you do what you can do. It's just like with but, films, like, with especially like original films, just like, if you want people to see it, make it look appealing. Although The Missing Link looks artistically great, just the whole, like, film in general, that just, the story just does not appeal to me. Yeah. Um, so that's why I think it is 
like failing despite good reviews like just make it look appealing i think it's a marketing it's just it just yeah yeah well yeah and it's also marketing there. yeah i so. mean yeah I, I still don't even know what this film is about so that that doesn't help but yeah so sadly sorry for uh, missing lincoln like they'll be they'll be gone pretty soon but mm -hmm. and then moving on from box office we're going to get on to are one of our three main topics, and I'm trying to decide which one we should do first. We'll start with Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Star Wars. Okay, so this trailer came out last Friday. Um, I'll I'll guess I'll go first just to talk about the completely objective, haven't seen Star Wars take on this trailer. It actually looks pretty good, honestly. Um, <laughs> like pretty I'm, good. I'm not gonna lie, like. Um, if there was ever a trailer that made me interested in the franchise, this was it. Um, I will say, reading a lot of stuff about it, it seems like um, J.J. was just like, you know, forget what happened in The Last Jedi, we're going to do this instead. But, because I mean, it's hard to sell a trailer based off of all like original, like this is you know, something you haven't seen before, so it seems like he's going with, you remember Lando, remember um, um, Palpatine? Yeah, but I mean... They know how to cut a trailer, so good, good for them. Uh, mm, Andrew. Andrew. All right, time to get my nerd hat on. All right. So, all right, I'm going to do like a very quick frame, break, frame, frame by frame breakdown. So, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, sit straight up, strap in for the ride. All right, so the trailer opens. You have the Lucasfilm logo, right? You, we hear panting, but, you know, in these past three Star Wars films, we've had someone, like, you know, breathing real heavily, Finn, Ray, and now... Ray's doing it again, but if you notice, she's a bit more calm because in Last Jedi's teaser trailer, she's freaking out. But here, she's—it's been some time since Last Jedi, so she's had some time. She's had it's more control of her breath. Time. Yeah, and then we see Luke's old lightsaber. It looks like it's prepared, and we also see that she has Han's blaster that he gave her in Force Awakens strapped yeah. onto her belt. And then, and in the desert, then we see maybe Kylo Ren's, probably Kylo Ren's Tie Fighter, just zooming in at her until um, she does her nice little flip and all that. And, you know, other cool shots. Um, uh, we got Kylo in the forest just doing the beatdown on that one guy. And then we have him fixing his helmet. Now, his helmet, you know, he shatters it in Force Awakens. Yeah. In the Last, Jedi. Last, Last, Last Jedi. Jedi. And, you know, it really meant symbolic during that movie. Like, I don't want to, like, re replicate Darth Vader anymore. I want to be my own person. Yeah. And I think Kylo Ren really has, like, the most interesting arc, character arc throughout this entire trilogy. Because I think in Force Awakens... He's struggling with who is he as a person. Is he just some Darth Vader fanatic, or is he trying to be himself? And then in Last Jedi, he solidifies when he kills Snoke. That spoilers. Uh, <laughs> this I want to be this person. I will kill Snoke. This is who I am. And I guess with him mending his helmet, he's like I'm adapting this Kylo Ren. This is my identity now. And also, there is like this Japanese philosophy of like break. Like so, teacups. You know, they shatter. And what. Um, Japanese culture does is they'll take those broken pieces and mend them with like gold. So ideally, um, when you rebuild it, you see the gold and it looks more beautiful than it was when it was like kind of unshattered. So there's that um, philosophy behind there. And then more action shots of the desert. I think the money shot of this entire trailer is we see the wreckage of the second Death Star in the water. Yes, that is that is the yeah, wreckage of the second, second Death Star. Death Star. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. yeah. And then we hear the very interesting laugh. Yeah. From... That is the laugh of the Emperor. Now, yeah. uh, he died in episode six, correct? 
Now, the thing is, in Jedi and Sith kind of mythos and their lore, Jedi, when they die, only like four or five have done it, but you can manifest your, your experience like a ghost. We've mm -hmm. seen with like Obi-Wan, Yoda, Luke, and probably, no, uh, Obi-Wan, Yoda, Anakin, and probably Luke in Rise of Skywalker. I thought they mentioned Qui-Gon in Return of the Sith, Revenge of the Sith. I think they mentioned that. Yeah, Qui-Gon, like, in further into, like, the lore of Star Wars, Qui-Gon wasn't able to, like, manifest himself into a ghost, but oh. his, like, consciousness is still kind of floating around. Oh, okay. Now, Jedi ghosts, they can kind of go anywhere they want, but Sith, when they die, their spirit just haunts the place where they died. So... Most likely, in the MacGuffin of the movie, they're going to go into the second Death Star for some wreckage, because there was concept art from The Force Awakens that had Rey going into the wreckage of the Death Star. Hmm. So I guess JJ's bringing that background, because it might look cool. Now, it makes, to me, it makes sense that the Emperor's back, because going all the way back to Episode One, he is the one that kind of kick-started the entire Skywalker saga. He's the one that incited this galactic civil war. He's the one that brought about the end of the Jedi, and then Luke kills him. Darth Vader redeem himself by killing him, but then it's only it's only right that he comes back into episode nine in some shape or form to kind of finish his whole arc because Star Wars is very cyclical in nature, and so we'll see how that plays out at the end. Okay, so um, um so Rodrigo, you saw this yes. trailer. Um, does this make you more or less excited for uh, the next installment? So I was gonna watch the new Star Wars movie regardless. Yeah. Um, just because I I I like the Last Jedi, so like I was looking forward to what I was gonna see, and contrary to some people in this room sitting next to me, <laughs> I just found the trailer to be a little generic. As in, like the Force Awakens trailer when that came out, I had not seen Star Wars before, so you saw the trailer like blindly, like some way you were talking about this mm -hmm. this one, and that trailer sold me in Star Wars. Which says a lot because like the moment I saw that I was like I need to watch Star Wars now and I watched like everything to get ready for the Force Awakens because I was so excited for that. Then the Last Jedi also had like a very mythical, very interesting feel to it in the trailers. So I was like, oh, that looks really cool. I really want to watch that. All right. This one doesn't have that big epic Star Wars feel, and I think it feels. It kind of gives me this feeling of it, this is a movie that's set in the Star Wars universe but not necessarily a Star Wars movie. You know, like, this feels like a Rogue One. I don't want to say a Solo, because <laughs> it's not that bad. But, uh, <laughs> solo but, is but, all right. <laughs> but, but it gives, like, a Rogue One-ish vibe. So it's like, it's like you, the facade Star Wars, but you're not giving me that Star Wars vibe that I'm, like, um, that I've been, you know, expecting from now. But, like, I'm still, I'm still excited to see it. I'm still going to see it. But I, I feel like, given what, um, that they might be uh, working against all everything they did with The Last Jedi, this might just feel a little weird. Once it comes out, it's like, oh, here, we told you all about this and how you need to leave the past. And now, nah, never mind, here's the past, <laughs> buy it, because nostalgia, that sells. Yeah. So, I don't know, I liked it, but I'm not, like, as excited as I probably would want to be for a Star Wars movie. Rachel, what do you think? Um, yeah, I thought it was good. I, I kind of feel you on that. It was cool. Um, but for anything, for me, the I think the panels beforehand made me more hyped for the um, for the movie itself. All the actors talking about the 
film itself and their characters and seeing all the new stills, that's kind of what really got me hyped. Um, yeah, this one was kind of cool. I'm very worried that if- I'm, I'm worried about if JJ is actually going to go back on all the Last Jedi stuff, because that would be really tacky and bad. So I'm hoping that they just continue on, like, you know, continue the story as opposed to, like, retconning a lot of the stuff. But, um, I mean, Ray doing a sick flip was cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm really into that. I'll, yeah, I'll see it. I'll see it regardless. And your husband? Um, my husband <laughs> looking amazing on that weird <laughs> glider thing in a scarf. What more do you want? <laughs> Perfect. He looks like Nathan Drake from Uncharted. He also oh looks like gosh, um, Brendan Fraser from The Mummy, which I finally saw for the first time over the weekend. So that wasn't the only Star Wars news that actually came out that um, that weekend. So they also showed some footage from The Mandalorian. And oh, so... Oh, boy. Carl what? Weather. Carl Weather. <laughs> I'm so excited. Carl Pascal, Carl. Warner Herzog. Hey, that's yeah, good. and I'm Gina Carano, right? Yeah, serious. Yeah. So, Giancarlo Esposito. Whoa. Oh, which series, or which uh, project are you more excited for right now? The Mandalorian coming out in November, or Star Wars Episode Nine coming out in December? Andrew? For me, movies are my bread and butter. I mean, I love anything Star Wars, so like, but... I think I'd want to see how the Skywalker saga closes. So I'm gonna go Episode Nine: Rise of Skywalker. Um, oh, that's wait, just quickly. That's a that's a bad name. Like, I'm sorry. The Rise of Skywalker <laughs> is not just like objectively was, as a film title. title. It's not a good. Name. Do you really think? Prequels. Do you think that Rise of Skywalker is worse than like Attack of the Clones? Well, oh, I, I'm not comparing it to other Star Wars titles. I'm comparing it just to other movies in general. This is a, a bad title. There's a really funny story that apparently um, Ewan McGregor was doing press for Moulin Rouge when um, the Attack of the Clones title was announced. And apparently he hadn't heard it. So him and like Nicole Kidman were at a press conference for Moulin Rouge. And someone asked him, like, Ewan, what do you think of the new title for the Star Wars movie? And he's like, oh, I don't know what it is. What is it? It's like Attack of the Clones. And apparently him and Nicole Kidman started laughing. <laughs> it's like really embarrassing. It sounds to me, Attack of the Clones sounds better than Rise of but Skywalker. It's not even like cryptic. It's just like, <laughs> there are clones and they will attack. Well, I don't, I don't think <laughs> about the meaning. They didn't even attack. They more like rescued. It just doesn't yeah. have a ring to it. Yeah, it's Rise of it's Skywalker. It's a little too long. It's like warty. Yeah. I don't know. But which one are you more excited? for Rodrigo you know I would say Jedi Fallen Knight but we're not talking about video games <laughs> <Fallen> Order. so <laughs> Fallen Fallen Order. Order, sorry um, probably the Mandalorian just because that that's very unique and we haven't seen like a live-action Star Wars um, show before also that leaked trailer looks so cool Did oh my gosh yeah it, it, it wasn't a trailer it was more like a seven-minute exclusive to celebration footage that got leaked? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Well, so, so, so someone on their phone just kind of like on the corner is like, let's, let's get this. Uh, maybe I'll go find that. That looks really cool. And I love Pedro Pascal. So I'm like, I am so down for that show. Yeah. Rachel? Um, yeah, kind of the same. Uh, movies, uh, ride or die, love that Star Wars trilogy, or the Skywalker trilogy. But um, I'm, I'm not as familiar with the Mandalorian and like Disney Plus. You know, I don't quite know yet, but it looks really promising. And I think if I hear really good reviews about it, then I'll consider watching it, because the cast is really in really interesting. That's like a weird cast. Bill Burr is the cast. Yeah, and Mandalorian. yeah, and Werner Herzog. Wait, seriously? And, yeah. And yeah, Carl Weathers, and like, yeah, and also like a really interesting diverse cast. Yeah. So yeah, I think I'm, I'll hedge my bets, but I'm tentatively excited for Mandalorian, but uh, you know, Star Wars 9 all the way. Chase? Uh, more for pro <laughs> probably uh, episode 9, maybe, because... Uh, not really uh, caught up. I mean, never really uh, watched Star Wars outside of uh, film. Uh, I watched a little bit of Rebels, but I kind of lost interest into it. And uh, but the Mandalorian does look pretty interesting, and uh, I want to see where John Favreau takes that. And 
Ryan? Um, I would have to say episode nine. The Mandalorian looks really cool, but I've never really dabbled in the world of Star Wars except for um, the films and the Disney parks. But I really have not touched the TV shows, and I heard like a lot of them are great. It's just. I don't watch a whole lot of TV, and The Mandalorian like looks cool, and I, for sure, getting Disney Plus, and I will watch it. It's just that because I'm more knowledgeable in the films, and they mean more to me. Um, yeah, uh, Rides of Skywalker. Now I know that you and Chase don't watch like outside of the movies. I will offer a free audit course over <laughs> stars the entire. I'm talking the entire talk from Episode One all the way down. The Rise of Skywalker, and books, TV shows, video games, oh comics. No, yeah, I know, I know the movies, the comics, and the shows. I mean, I'm a little scared if you do that. Episode <laughs> Look, two. It, the classes are only hour fifteen, just like on campus, Mondays and Wednesdays. All right, at like ten in the morning. Right? Are we including uh, holiday specials? No. <laughs> okay, no, the holiday is, special counts. counts. Yes. That is in the canon. That is. That is. I it's mean, a, George Lucas made it. Yeah, Chewbacca true. and his family do Life Day. His <laughs> grandfather Wait. watched like weird space, space porn. porn. If Wait, we have time in the curriculum, if we're if by you... the final day of class Wait, we have some time, then we... we will do holiday special deep dives. Can we backtrack? They watch porn in the holiday. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. a little so bit. So it centers on Chewbacca's family, full of Wookies, and it's just horrible people, or it's like people in like horrible fur suits. Yeah. And so oh. his his granddad called. Itchy? Yeah, I think his granddad was home. <laughs> and then Mala's his wife, obviously. Um, so his dad, for some reason, gets like this weird VR headset from this random human who's just like, Happy Life Happy Day! Happy Life Day! This is a wow. Oh, so he turns it on, and it's just like this like sexy lady, Diane Carroll, who's just like, yeah. Oh, I'm made for you! And she like kind of dances. Yeah. And then it kind of cuts, and you're like, With like these weird curtain things. Yeah, it's like, like pretty much space porn. That, that entire special is like <laughs> whack because I there's B. Arthur that. and Harvey Corman. Because yeah. when you think Star Wars, you, you think, think B. Arthur. Arthur and Harvey Corman. Oh, I, and Mark Hamill covered in makeup because it was right after his car yeah. accident. Yeah. So he's like, he looks kind of busted. So like, moving on from The Mandalorian <laughs> onto the. Uh, to the service that The Mandalorian will be on, Disney Plus. I think on Friday, around the time where they were announcing um, the Star Wars trailer and everything like that, they announced the price for Disney Plus. It was Plus. actually the Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, it was the Thursday, Thursday, Thursday before. Thursday. Showing the oh, yeah. Um, they, they showed the first look at Disney Plus and the price, which is going to be seven ninety nine, which six dollars which is $1 less than Netflix's price, which is seven ninety nine, and about $6 less than Netflix's family premium price, which is around... Thirteen ninety nine, and it's going to be three fifty for college students. So no, I, I never read that anywhere. I saw it. I saw it on Twitter, so not super and, reliable. And also but I saw se it. Seventy dollars a year, and yeah, it's seventy dollars. So it's saved. So it's like five eighty something. It's two free months of Disney Plus, essentially. Yeah. So yeah. I've never seen the conversation switch so much from "Am I going to buy this service?" Probably not. To Am I going to buy the year-long service or am I just going to get it month for month? Because it seems like almost everyone I know is going to in some way get it, either if they're going to share it with a friend or something like that. Because $70 a month is year. a year is... $70 what, a month. What would that translate to? Like six <laughs> six bucks a month? 580 580 $580. Which is like extremely, like extremely reasonable. It will fit into most people's prices. And just... 
I don't know, for that amount of content, because you're getting every single Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, and anything they've ever released Na on National one platform. National Geographic. Yeah, yeah National Geographic. The Simpsons. Yeah. And, yeah, and everything over from 21st Century Fox is all going to be on one thing. Plus, you get all these new shows as well. It seems like a great deal. It's going to real. It's gonna put a dent in the Netflix, and it's probably going to kill Apple TV Plus. But um, is everyone here going to have get Disney Plus? I actually think I might be the one who doesn't. But I'm gonna go I mean, for the year-long plan because, <laughs> like, I know David. He's mentioned like all the content yet, but I don't think people realize how extensive this is because it is everything from Disney, the Disney vaults, Disney original TV shows, every like over five thousand episodes of Disney television, and all their decom movies. What else you got? Yeah, you got ESPN on top. No, no, ESPN's a separate service. Yeah, yeah. ESPN's yeah. a separate service. But um, you know, yeah, like you said, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Pixar, Disney Marvel, Animation, Star Wars, National Geographic. That is Pixar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for, there's, there's gonna be a lot point. of stuff on this thing, but um, I mean, I for me, it's just I've seen what I need to see, and I'm not super into the Mandalorian. I don't really care about the Monsters Inc. franchise too much, or the Phineas and Ferb movie, or anything what? like that that's coming out. <laughs> so I mean, for me, I I'll probably just. Uh, yeah, stick with Netflix for a while, and I'm only sticking with Netflix because I don't pay for it. My parents do, because um, I, I wouldn't. I don't think I'd pay for Netflix either. Shout out so. to my sister. Thank you. <laughs> Shout out to my parents. Um, Shout out to my dad. I'm so sorry. So, um, the one thing that is interesting is what do you think this will do to the other streaming services? Because, like I said, I think this will put a dent in Netflix, but I don't know if it'll overtake Netflix as no. the number one streaming service, at least not in the immediate future, maybe five, ten years down the line. But what I really think this affects is Apple TV+, Plus, because I don't see anyone, because how I envision this happening in the future is that Disney+, Plus and Hulu are going to become a bundle, which is going to be, as a bundle, around $10, which is around the same price as Netflix. And then that will be competing against Netflix, which will be competing against Apple TV+, Plus, which doesn't have any pre-existing properties so i think apple unless they have a super generous price and even then even if it's like five dollars i don't know if anyone's gonna generous get price apple. and like must watch like game of thrones say, level shows more like yeah. critical and like award success like yeah even, but even then that doesn't guarantee anything yeah i know we're like we're talking about netflix competition but i think what's more important is that Disney now, now they're taking all of their assets out of these, like, they licensed them to, like, Netflix. They're taking them yeah. all out into their own platform. Now, I think that we're going to see the start. Disney's the first one to do it. CBS is doing it. CBS it's, All Access. It's great well, on Disney's CBS All Access is going to go away. Right? <laughs> but that's, that's, CBS All Access side. But I think the more important point here is we're going to see these major studios. They're going to take back all their content away yeah. from Netflix, and then they're going to make their own streaming service. Well, I disagree with that because, like, we're already at, there's Disney+, Plus, there's CBS All Access, there's Hulu, there's, there's HBO. A, yes, and there's Amazon Prime. I don't think they're going to make more streaming services because in a while you're going to see a lot of these are going to start going away. Like, what happens when CBS All Access eventually fails? Because they're not, they can't be making money. I don't know a single person that has CBS All Access. Do you guys remember CISO? And it was like a comedy yeah. streaming service yeah. for ABC. Exposed them Entertainment had a show on yeah. there called The Cyanide and Happiness Show. Yeah, and yeah. Then, <laughs> that went away. Yeah, and you can watch like Parts and Rec and like all these like other comedy shows. I'm like, yeah, but you can also watch Parts and Rec on Netflix. Yeah, but it's also but the thing is, so Netflix is bigger show is The Office, right? Can, we can all agree that The Office is yeah, their bigger yeah. show, right? But yeah. the, you know, how long is it before NBC Universal is like, wait, why are we just licensing it to Netflix when we can just take it off Netflix, yeah. package it with all of our other shows on there like Community, Parts and Rec, mm -hmm. you know, package it all in one streaming service, people. 
because most people just use Netflix for The Office from what I've seen. For yeah. the most part, yeah. But yeah. I mean, who's going to, do you really think people are going to pay like seven, six, seven dollars just to watch The Office and Parks and Rec again? Um, yeah. Especially, yeah. especially when they're not going to take it off cable. Yeah, so people so, can, if you have any of like those services, you can just watch it on Comedy Central. I don't know anybody who watches it on cable. It's they're all watching it. I mean, like, they on will Hulu, if they take Netflix, it off of Netflix. I do. I watch the well, like it comes on early in the morning, so I have to record it and then like. Oh, it right. comes on early in the morning and then I watch it. But then again, it would be easier to watch it on Netflix. But then that that's just an untapped revenue stream for NBC Universal. Why exactly? Yeah, like let's just be go. Don't have the consumer you know from Netflix the middleman just. Direct from NBC well, Universal. I just well, don't licensing think... fees are very promising. Like even yeah. Bob, Bob Iger was asked, like, "Hey, you know, you know, you're gonna be probably losing a lot of money from doing your streaming service yeah. because the li- you can license for a lot more than I you mean, can charge for the service." Netflix plays a billion dollars per year for Friends. Like, I don't think NBC is going to give up that billion dollars to start their own streaming service because they're going to be probably making considerably less than that to try to put it on their own service, especially because they're going to get another probably billion dollars to get the office for the next year. So I don't see that becoming a thing. I think they're going to keep trying to go to Netflix as long as Netflix will pay a considerable price. And I think that's how Netflix is going to stay as long as, you know, as well as they keep getting their next Stranger Things and their next huge original series. Okay, but then, then you know, so we've all agreed that uh, like these old TV shows are like Netflix's biggest cash cows. The thing is, yeah. you know, what original series do people watch? Because Netflix has, like, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of original series. Yeah. No one has heard of, like, 99.8% of them. Yeah. The only big ones most people have heard of are the Netflix ones, which are gone now. Stranger Things, House of Cards, I don't know, what else? I mean, Black I, Mirror. I, I remember when House of Cards was, like, Trailer nearing Park its Wars. end, everyone was like, ooh, what's Netflix going to do? They don't really have anything for the future. And then Stranger Things just kind of popped up. So I think yeah. there will always be that one, that one thing that everyone keeps trying to go for. And a lot of these smaller series, One Day at a Time, you was one. Since 8 used to be one. There, well, a lot of these smaller series, that like they have that niche crowd, but the niche crowd will really stay there and watch it just for that. Also, Netflix so. internationally has made a, do- a lot of deals with like studios and stuff. Because, for example, a- Netflix is exclusive home for like Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Like, brand new episodes come out on that in like the UK. Because yeah. they don't have AMC in the UK. So, like, Netflix still has like a lot to like... Like, they, they still have a big market uh, that... That, that they still have. And then you, you were talking about like Hulu and Disney Plus. Yeah. So Hulu um, just bought uh, AT&T's uh, um, stake. Yeah. So AT&T just pulled out of Hulu. Mm-hmm. Um, which means that now like Warner Brothers Media might be going elsewhere. I know Warner Brothers has been dabbling thinking about like a streaming service. I they should just put that. everything on HBO. I don't know why they just yeah. put all the content on HBO. Like, they own HBO. HBO goes another streaming I mean, like, that people if, need to get. If HBO, HBO just said, now. like, yeah. if yeah. HBO says, we are the exclusive home of Game of Thrones, Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, yeah, that's it. You want. And DC, like, you, you have... That's you are, a, you're a, as a, big a service as Disney Plus. Well, it Disney depends. Plus, if they, well, plus, Warner Brothers' entire backlog library. Like, exactly. Warner Brothers has gone back to, like, 1920s, right? Yeah. I think Disney's catalog is bigger than Warner Brothers, though. I think they would win. But off of that, okay, let's say you only get to pick one. I'm assuming none of us are going to pick Apple TV+. Plus, But you no. only get one streaming service. You get Netflix or you get Disney+. Plus. Um, at the prices that they're currently at, which one do you go with? Are we including other streaming services? Oh, yeah, or, or another streaming like service. Services, uh, like, we 
bum other people off of. Like I'm like bumming you have to Netflix pay for off one. My sister. <laughs> Let's say you, oh, all okay, the people stop pay paying. You got to oh, pay for one. Uh, Disney Plus, a hundred percent. You are monthly. Oh, monthly, monthly. I'm not. Yeah, that, just in case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, because I might work for Disney again, and I can get that at a discount. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's just you get the entire Disney library. You get a lot of what Fox has. Um, the Disney library is huge from its movies, TV shows, decoms, and they're going to have original content. Plus, it's me. You know me. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No question. Chase. Uh, like which streaming service will I go? Yeah. Uh, yeah. most likely Disney Plus, mainly because, uh, they already have me sold for the Phineas and Ferb movie. You're which same. I, like, I probably will see that. Uh, also because, uh, I mean, they kind of caught me, like, I'm interested to see how Disney Channel movies and The Simpsons and Family Guy will all be on the same. Family Guy is, I think, I think that's Family kind of That's a whole thing. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. I would not have Family Guy next to, like, no, that's Frozen. what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be super weird seeing, like, Family Guy, like, next to, or The Simpsons mm. next to, uh, freaking, uh, uh, Frozen or Tangled. Or Just that. imagine the Disney Plus UI. It's like, yeah. Frozen, Mulan. Family guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rachel. Love um, I probably, I'm going to be the film hoe and go with the Criterion channel. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Criterion channel um, because realistically, like I know Disney Plus has all like the decoms and the TV shows, but like, girl, I'm not going to go back and watch those. Like I, I I'm not, I'm not going to be going back and watching like Phil the Future. Like, no yeah. offense to Phil the Wizards of Waverly Place, Which I missed. Though. Like, I don't really have any connection to, like... The only thing that I'd want Disney Plus for is, like, maybe the movies. But even then, I don't really watch Disney movies that often. And a lot of times, they're on TV. Yeah. Or I can just... I don't know. We have them on, like, VHS and, like, old physical media. So, like, I kind of don't really care about Disney Plus. Except for maybe The Mandalorian. But, like, I can either pirate that or just get it from someone else. So We don't I, advocate piracy, by the way. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we certainly don't. Um, ah, for sure, for sure. We know um, you can't see but, us. And also, like, Netflix is fine, but they don't have any old movies or anything. They don't care about movies older than 1980. So I'm going to go with a Criterion channel, because that's going to be the one place where you can find any of these old movies streaming anywhere. Because people don't care about physical media, and they don't care about old movies. So, Rodrigo. <laughs> so you said I cannot bum off from anybody else. <laughs> no. <laughs> yep, you have to um, buy one. I have to buy one. So I'm gonna go against some of these people. I might go for Netflix for the sole reason that I think Netflix has more varied content. Yeah, and has yeah. adult content and Oscar winning content. And Oscar winning content. Now it has Oscar winning content. Yeah. Uh, so does Disney Plus? Yeah. Netflix has Shape of water. Also, we're adults here. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like oh, yeah. like if like oh, if I was crap. getting Netflix Disney Plus. Things, yeah, like if. Like Disney Plus is great, yeah. and for a family, right. it's it's wonderful because you know like awesome. I could watch The Mandalorian, my sister can watch Frozen, so it's like it's what it's great. Yeah. But if I'm just thinking for myself, I'm like I'm gonna go for Netflix because I can watch uh, Love, Death, and Robots, Stranger Things, um, House of Cards when he wasn't able to watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Better Call Saul is still in there, so like there's still a lot of shows that I'm that I still really like and good in there, and really great yeah, movies. And, movies. and original movies are starting to pop up in there yeah. that are really good too. So mm-hmm. I'll stick with Netflix. Andrew, uh, I'm gonna go Disney Plus just because I, I don't use Netflix. I I find no need for Netflix. Just because their content is so like you kind of get lost in how expansive the library is. Like, I don't know what to watch. So right now I only pay for HBO now, but Disney Plus the year subscription because. 
they got me hooked on Star Wars. Like put, <laughs> they did. Look, look, they put stars on there. You, you, you know, <laughs> Yeah, you got a leash on my wallet, man. I'm sorry, but um, yeah, the Mandalorian, Clone Wars season seven, they're gonna finish out that story, and you know they're gonna get more exclusive content to Disney Plus. So I'll see how that goes. Um, Netflix has a lot of cool indie movies. That's actually how I use Netflix most of the time. Also, they have this show. It's an interactive show called Running with Bear Grylls or something like that, oh, or this. Bear Grylls vs. the Wild, and it's crazy. Like, uh, you have to pick what he does mm-hmm. in like these th- in like. I led him into a river. Don't go in the river because I made him like fight a crocodile. It was terrible. <laughs> like that man is crazy. But that's why I'll keep Netflix. And I want to see bear girls die on screen. Because Netflix, <laughs> oh yeah, gosh. there is too much. There, like, there's a lot of series that I don't care about and that I'll never watch. But they have a pretty good, uh, like smaller. For indi- everybody. Yeah. They do. They do have something. For they everyone. do. And yeah, I don't want to be locked into PG-13 movies and shows for the rest of my <laughs> yeah. life um, well, with Disney Plus. Up studios. <laughs> so no, that's true. Be. Um, but yeah, we're that's it for this part. We're going to take a break right now, and then we'll come back, talk about Game of Thrones, and do some cool games after. So, Ryan, do you have any final, final thoughts? Uh, final thoughts? That's actually not true, because this is halfway through the podcast. Yeah. So there's no reason <laughs> to put final thoughts. So, yeah, nothing, see yeah, you later. <laughs> Hey guys, just David here, taking a little break for the podcast before we talk about Game of Thrones, and we're going to play some few games at the end. It's a really fun end of the episode. I recommend you stay to the end. But right now, I wanted to reward you for getting this far, and not just for this episode, but just supporting us all the way from episode one as we try to diversify and expand what Meteor Theater is through this podcast. I wanted to reward everyone and thank everyone that's been listening to us and supporting us. And how I want to do that is through some giveaways. And we have a lot of cool stuff in the office that I want to give away, and I want to give you all the first chance to get all of that stuff. So uh, I'm just going to tell you uh, what we have and then how to get that stuff into your living spaces. So first of all, we have around 30, maybe even 50 posters for Glass, the movie starring... um, Anya Taylor-Joy, Bruce Willis, Samuel L. Jackson, and one more person, James McAvoy. And it's the end of the M. Night Shyamalan trilogy. I really like this movie a lot, actually. I think it's very interesting. And we have some really cool movie posters there. Yeah, they're about regular movie poster size. And yeah, we're willing to give all of those away. And also, we have posters for The Upside, starring Kevin Hart and Brian Cranston. Uh, the movie that came out in January, it got pretty good reviews. I didn't get to see this one, but we have posters for that as well. And there's there's absolutely nothing to it. All you got to do to get it is either follow follow us on either Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, and then just DM us or Facebook Messenger us. Just, I want a glass poster, or I want an upside poster, or I want both posters. And... We'll tell you where to pick it up. It's just as simple as that. We just want to thank all of you and reward all of you for listening to the podcast and helping us grow. But in addition to that, I know those are both great movies. Though. Then we have two even bigger movies, even greater movies that we have some cool posters for, too, that were sent to us right from the production companies. And those movies are... We have four posters for A Star is Born, Oscar-winning A Star is Born, and then three posters for the uh, also Oscar-winning Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. And how how you can get those is uh, same thing. Just follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and then message us and tell us what your favorite uh, part of the podcast is, or what your that could be. What's your favorite episode? Uh, 
who's your favorite person you like to hear talking, um, or anything like that. Uh, just, yeah, what's your favorite aspect of the podcast? What can, what should we keep doing in the future? Or even maybe what should, um, what's not working so well? What should we get rid of? But we like feedback. Any feedback is nice. So if you do that, if you DM us and tell us, uh, tell us what you like, what you don't like about the podcast, you'll be entered to get these, uh, these posters. The first, the first people who do it are going to get the first access to the posters. And you're not limited to just one. If you want all four posters, if you do... If you do both of those things, you tell us that you want the glass and upside posters, and you tell us um, that what you like or dislike about the podcast, and you want both of those posters, you could win a glass upside poster, Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse poster, and a Star is Born poster, and all you got to do is DM us. So this is just a thank you from me and the rest of the crew to y'all for listening to the podcast. But uh, with that, uh, we'll get right back into it. Thank you. Welcome back, guys. Second half of the podcast here. Smaller crew to finish it out. Right now I'm here with Rodrigo, Ryan, Chase, and Ben. Say say hi, Ben. Ben's back for what will end up being our last episode. This is the last episode of the Meteor Theater podcast, at least for at least this iteration of the Meteor Theater podcast. And um, so, yeah, um, as we referenced... In our earlier section, well, we talked. We already talked about um, what's it called, Star Wars, Star Wars and yes. uh, we already talked about Disney Plus. But another huge franchise, Game of Thrones. So Game of Thrones came out March, April fourteenth. That was last Sunday, and um, it was good. It was a good it episode. Was, it was a good episode. It yeah. was it was a regular season premiere. Me and Rodrigo watched this together at SSA and. It did. Um, spoilers coming, by the way. If um, if you haven't watched the episode, this will be a spoiler Which, review. I mean, why haven't you watched it? <laughs> yeah. Why you watched yeah. It? If you're watching Game of Thrones, you probably watched this episode. But it it kind of just set up where everyone w- was. I mean, let's go through character, character, character to character, and kind of what happened. So, let's see. Cersei is. Or how did the episode start? I forgot. So it starts in Winterfell. It's uh, with the troops. Yes, uh, yes. Walking like go- walking into Winterfell. And that little boy trying to get the adventure is like, oh my gosh, so many people. Yeah, and so... And you see Arya just sitting there watching the parade. Yeah, so we see John. The first big moment, I think, of the thing is we see John reunite with Sansa. Well, he'd already met Sansa, but no, he... He meets... Uh, Bran. Bran. Bran, yeah. He yeah. reunites with Bran, who's all weird in this episode. And <laughs> then... Um, just stares at everybody. <laughs> creepy. And, and then later on, he meets back with Arya. So... There was some good John stuff in here. There's some bigger John stuff that happens near the end of the episode, but I think that was a pretty good reunion. Do you really care about that Arya John relation? I I wasn't like, oh my gosh, they reunited, but it was a nice little moment. Did you care? Uh, I I so I like a lot of the reunions in the entire episode. I mean, I, I this episode kind of harkens back to like the very first episode of Game of Thrones, which is the last time we saw a lot of these characters together. Um, so, you know, the Arya meeting John again, like, that was a very nice scene. I'm kind of like, hey, we've changed, you know, but we finally see each other again. Yeah. Um, he meeting Bran was a little weird. It's kind of funny. He's like, you're a man now. Uh, sort of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he looks so different. Well, he kind of looks the same, but he just kind of looks weird as a, like, a grown person. Like, still but still with his face from the first season. 
It's Wait. just kind of awkward. It's yeah. called the puberty. Yeah. <laughs> same actor. Yeah, same actor. Yes. Okay, yeah, because he still looks like a wee lad. Yeah, so that so I, I like the reunions. I love Arya meeting um, the Hound and Gendry. Yeah, Dude. her and Gendry. I saw a lot of stuff on Twitter about them like flirting and like having a relationship. I didn't get that. Maybe just because um, Macy Williams is, or that's not her name, is it? Yeah, Macy, M- Macy Williams. Williams. She's uh she's twenty two, but looks like sixteen. <laughs> yes. And then Gendry is like I don't know the actor's name, but he's like he's thirty six and about looks it. So I wasn't ever shipping them. This wasn't a thing that I ever wanted, but people seem to be into it. I'm not into it. Too and much. This episode kind of hinted like there's some, uh, you know, I could see it happening now. Not the worst thing that would happen in Game of Thrones, or the weirdest thing. Yeah, <laughs> the weirdest thing. Okay, so another couple, but this one's a bona fide couple in the show is um, what's his face, Jon Snow and Khaleesi. Nope. Yeah, Daenerys. Khaleesi. Daenerys. Wait, which one's Khaleesi? That's the same person, right? Yeah, she's the Khaleesi's like. Yeah. It's just the Dothraki queen. <laughs> I'll give you a. a a warning for the rest of the show. I only got, what, three hours of sleep? Is that how much we got yesterday, Chase? Yeah. So it, it won't be very coherent <laughs> thoughts from me this whole time. But uh, Daenerys, yeah, Daenerys and Snow, or John, they went and rode those dragons, which, by the way, the scene of, like, him getting on the dragon is, I think, the worst animated shot of this yeah. entire series. Mm-hmm. But then after that, when they were riding the dragon on this universal ride that's yet to come, <laughs> it's it's it was just kind of... The scene was just so obviously made to be a ride at Universal in three or four years. I just I couldn't even get into it. But Ima- imagine, like mm-hmm. we, in the future, we're gonna have like a Winterfell in uh, in the Universal Park. You can yeah. go in. Maybe there's a King's Landing in the other park. That'll be cool. You can ride well, a dragon. Where's Star- is Star Wars Land done yet, Ryan? Uh, no. Mm-hmm. Um, it is nearing completion. Uh, Galaxy's Edge at Hollywood Studios in Florida opens up end of August, and early May is when it opens. Because like Disney I'm thinking, World. Disney has Star Wars Land, yeah. and um, everyone wants an MCU Land, but all the places look the same. Like there's not maybe Wakanda. Wakanda would be cool to go to. Well, <laughs> well, it's kind of hard to do an MCU Land at um, in Florida because yeah. Universal's Islands of Adventure, like that's honestly one of their um, uh, one of their island deals. But then at uh, Disney California Adventure, they turned a Bugs Land, and now they're turning it into um, Toys. Yeah. Well, well, no, it's a Marvel Land, yeah. Oh, okay. So, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, that's digressing, but... <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, there's not too much to talk about in this episode. Of, it, was there anything that stuck out to you? Let's so, do that. So, the reunion stuck out to me. Um, the moment Daenerys talks to Samuel Tarly, and she's like, oh, how can I repay you? Well, I need a partner. What for? <laughs> that, that was uh, funny. Well, uh, my dad doesn't like me very much. You know, the, it's been in the Tarly... Like, my sword is... I got my sword from, like, the Tarly home, and she's like... Not Rander Tarly. Yeah, that's the guy. Do you know him? He's dead. Well, I mean, yeah, he was a bit of a, uh, of, of an a-hole. What, what about my, my, my brother's probably, you know, the leader of the family now. He's going to forgive me. Oh, well, he's also dead, too. <laughs> that was so, that was kind of funny, but then it was just so awkward. It was just like, oh, this is, well... I also think it was important because that was like um, Samwell's realization. It was like she is not this like white knight great person that like John thinks she is, or that 
She's yeah. never been. I mean, like I, feel I think like she was in the first few seasons. Maybe the first season or two, but like I think you can pro- you can see as you see the, the seasons go, uh, her arc progress. Mm-hmm. She's very power hungry. Almost I mean, as like, much as Cole- uh, uh, as much Cersei. as Cersei. Yeah, yeah, about as much as Cersei. So like I think she might end up being about as terrible a person as Cersei if you were to keep going on this path. Whereas Jon Snow is very um, um, down to earth. He never does anything for power. Jon Snow. He gets a crown, and he's like, I don't want it. And then he gets a bigger crown. Yeah. And then I was like, no, I didn't. So, <laughs> let's, speaking on that, let's go right to the end of this episode. So, <sighs> and we figure out, Dana- oh, spoiler alert, I guess, if y'all are ever going to watch Game of Thrones. But, um, cause I, it, as you could tell by this discussion, me and Rodrigo are the only two who watch Game of Thrones regularly. <laughs> never but, uh, seen an episode. But Samuel finally tells John that he is not Jon Snow, he is Aegon Targaryen. This was the reveal from last season, Ryan. Come on. <laughs> but he's, uh, Tell me this now? He, yeah, so Jon Snow now knows that he's the true heir to the throne. He has more right to it than, than um, Daenerys. Than Daenerys. Her um, aunt. He's aunt. Yeah, <laughs> his aunt. So, that begs the question we we haven't really talked i don't i don't think anyone knows who we want on the iron throne at least i don't know who i want on the iron throne but john snow i think is a better candidate than most it, it in terms of like what he'll do with the seven kingdoms um after he'd probably be the best candidate but um also he's not cersei so that helps um <laughs> anyone but cersei <laughs> But yeah, that was that was a big reveal. Who do you want? Do you know who you want on the Iron Throne? Or who I, do you not want on the Iron I, Throne? <laughs> I don't want Daenerys on the Iron Throne, and for sure, I don't want Cersei on the Iron Throne. She needs but that. I think out of the really likely people to be in the throne, I think John is the best choice again, yeah. just because I think he's a of really the three. Good, yeah, yeah, he's a really good leader. Um, I know some people would like Tyrion to be in the throne, but I'm like, I think Tyrion, I'm one. <laughs> Tyrion is a good advisor. I think he has, he's very smart. He can advise a king well, but I don't think he's the governing type. He's not the, he doesn't care what people really think about him or anything. So like, I don't know if he'd be like the, like people, a king that people like, but he's my favorite character. So I would like to see him on the Iron Throne. Also, the Iron Throne's really big and he's really small. So that would be <laughs> fun, just a fun <laughs> visual. Uh, <laughs> see, I don't think Westeros is progressive enough to have the first midget king. Maybe not, but um, you know, if everyone wow. else, is, if everyone else is dead, um, then who? Yeah, well, that's actually my real choice of who I want on the Iron Throne is the Ice Giant. Well, that's not his name, Ice King. The Ice King. Yeah, um, the, the Ice Night King. King. <laughs> well, the, the Night King. <laughs> These other things, like I know, I know the whole thing is like, how is this thing gonna end? It's like who's gonna end up in the throne and everything. It's like, well, the Night King might win. It's like, but that that can both be a very, uh, it, it can be either very unsatisfying, or it fit because because you know, Night King winning at the end would fit the story because yeah. an allegory for nature and stuff, and nature always wins in the end. Whatever. It's like that makes sense, but. That means that everything mm-hmm. we've been doing for the past eight seasons has led up to nothing. It would be unsatisfying, especially because he hasn't been in the series that much. It's just kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah, he's like, every one, once a season, you get reminders like, oh, yeah, the White Walkers, the yeah. White Walkers, the White Walkers. Um, but those are our, qu- our give it a grade, um, from F minus to A plus. Uh, this episode? Yeah. Um, probably like a 
B. B. Yeah, B, B yeah. plus. That's, that's where I am, too. Good episode, but, you know, we're all waiting for the bigger ones where all the stuff yeah, really I mean, happens. next season, we're going to get Jamie being on trial, and then after that, we get the Battle of Winterfell, so it's like... No. Next, epi- get better. next episode, you mean? I was like, there is no next season. Yeah. <laughs> um, but moving on to a topic that everyone can talk about at least a little bit... Um, I texted Rachel, which Rachel isn't here, but she's she will give her thoughts a little bit later because she wanted to talk about this. Mm-hmm. But it's our our movie crushes, and I w- I'm gonna broaden it. She wanted to do our first movie crushes. I'm gonna broaden it to either um, your first or your last movie crush. So either, and it could be either the actress or or actor, you know, whatever whatever you want, <laughs> actress or actor or the character, whichever one just where you were just like, oh my gosh, like. That person's so amazing. I love her. I love him. <laughs> whatever, whatever it needs to be. Uh, I'll let it open to anyone. I'm not, if if anyone has anything, bring it out. And if y'all don't talk in the uh, next thirty seconds, I'll have crushes. I have one. Uh, my mm-hmm. very first one was Madison Pettis from the game. Oh, the game plan. Yeah. Oh, okay. same. She was awesome. <laughs> I'm like, like look at her, like. I forgot who she was for a long time because she hasn't been in anything that much. Or if she has, she has very small roles. But when Moana came out in 2016, they had a mini reunion at the premiere. And I was like, holy shish. That's what she looks like right now. And she looks way better than before. See, um, yeah. She, she was a cute kid, and but she still like her, I was glowed up. Yeah. Right. She glowed the same. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. She still looks like she, look up she a, looks like how she should look. Like, wait, can you look up a picture? Yeah, I can. Oh yeah, see, <laughs> like, so nice. I I agree. I agree with you on mm-hmm. Madison Pettis from the Game Plan. I used um, to watch but, Corey in the house. Hey Chase, so. she's only she's only twenty, and you're twenty. I'm nineteen. Hey. Whoa. Uh-huh. You can't be doing that, Chase. She looks exactly the same. Though. She looks exactly the same. She still does kind of look young. Yeah, she does. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't have like feelings for this person or whatever, but how old is um, Ali Cravayo from Moana? Her too. Oh, I think she I think was she's... like 16, 17 when the movie came out. Hmm. She's, she's, she's young. Yeah, uh, I used to like. I, I'm dyslexic and I cannot spell that. A U I. Well, I can spell Moana. Um, who watches Pirates of the Caribbean? Me. Uh, um, not which me. one's Elizabeth Swan? Is that Kira Knightley? Yeah, Kira Knightley. Because like um, Kira Knightley said. Oh, uh, wait, sorry. Rachel Massengill said. Uh, <laughs> Elizabeth Swan in Pirates of the Caribbean. So that was her. Yeah, first. Was, you have to do it. That was movie. definitely one for me. Oh, sorry. It was like. No, no, that's my like, Rachel impression. Like, oh, no, she <laughs> doesn't say that. Do that. No, she doesn't say us. Uh, she goes like, um, I think Elizabeth Swan. <laughs> Fun fact. Fun fact. <laughs> she was also, um, I don't know what. Uh, Leah Cavaro so. is uh, eighteen years old. Are you serious? 18? I am dead serious. Yeah, makes sense. Um, makes sense. But yeah, she's younger. Than I, I just she um she reminded me of Madison Pettis. That's why she I, does, I said yeah, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ryan, you were saying something earlier. Did you have one? No. Well, immediately what came to mind, I'm trying to think of, like, first crushes. Oh, I, I have mine. Okay. I really uh, can't Rodrigo. think of a first crush. Well, I, we'll, I have, we'll come back to you, yeah, Rodrigo. Yeah, I have a current crush. You got it. Get it yeah. queued up. The wonderful, beautiful, amazing Emma Watson. Because, oh, uh, my God. Uh, and, uh, and Harry Potter? Which Harry, Harry Potter? Potter? The, I mean, mm. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> 
First crushes. <laughs> Remember, right? First crushes. Yes, first crushes. I guess if you were the same age, that's not too bad. And she's six, she's, she's six years older than me, but I think... I didn't is, she, having... is she 28? Yeah, she was born in 1990. What? <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> um, I think roughly around, uh, what's it, like Azkaban-ish? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's one. Around, around, <laughs> around there, I was like, yeah. Yeah, I kind of like this girl. Yeah. I, uh, I'm, I'm really old, so I watched her, I've started watching her reporting since I was like four, so it's like, must have been mm-hmm. like... Nine-ish. I didn't watch Harry Potter when it came out, but um, the YA, so the YA novel of my time, since I'm so much younger than you, <laughs> is, uh, was Hunger Games. And I remember that first Hunger Games, I was like, who is this Jennifer Lawrence person? Jesus Christ, she's so good. And um, oh, yeah. not so much anymore. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Wait, no, she's still, she, a, she's still very pretty. She's, and still, she's, still, a great, she's still a great actress. But um, Not on your list of me. I, I just, I really like actresses who do interesting movies and I don't think she's been in an interesting movie since Mother Mother is interesting for, for sure that movie scared me for life <laughs> yes he's like he, he's probably much my crush from a Watson was like the moment I heard she was cast for as Bella for Beauty and the Beast I was like I'm sold I'm watching this movie for opening weekend I don't care if I'm the only man in the room I don't care I'm watching it for her yes Benjamin Newman yeah. do you have any you still pondering on it? The only like, uh, the only one that I can think of is like, like when like the first Thor movie came out, like Ooh. when like Chris Hemsworth like took off his shirt. Like, Ooh. Yeah, ah. I, I He's a good-looking man. He's a good-looking <laughs> generation. I need to be ripped as him. Chris, e- Chris, Chris Evans in the last Captain America. I was like, no, that's no, no. a good-looking man. Chris yeah. Evans at the Oscars. Chris Evans this at the Oscars. As no, well? does Chris Evans in anything? Chris, Chris Evans with a beard in no. anything. Chris Evans. No, no, not Chris Evans. Evans. Infinity War Chris Evans? Chris, no, not Chris I'm Evans. telling you, Captain America, first, the first what? Avenger, Chris Evans? Eh. Yeah, I was there for it. No, yeah. not Chris Evans in Scott Pilgrim. Not that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, not in like, Scott Pilgrim. I said Chris Hemsworth, then you started talking about Chris Evans. <laughs> I don't know how that Chris, happened. Chris, Chris, Chris Hemsworth is also... Yeah, because they're all like Chris's in the end. Yeah. Like, yeah. After, like... After, like, they gave, like, through, like, shorter hair, it, like, started, like, becoming harder to tell them about. <laughs> yeah. And Pratt's cool, too, but I like as much anymore. I think yeah. I'm over him. What? Like, I love oh. him in Parks and Rec, and I like him in Guardians, but... I don't know. He doesn't do it for me. He's pretty, also didn't like Jurassic World, so that doesn't help. Yeah, <laughs> he's pretty. I like his goofiness. Like I feel like he's a fun person to hang around. And like he I, marries quickly. That's weird to me, but that's that's his personal business. Uh, but uh, um, Martin, yeah, got one. Yeah, when I was younger, um, and yeah, still a little bit. Um, I was really attracted to Reese Witherspoon. Like which movie? Under, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, wait. In uh, cruel, uh, cruel intentions. Hold up, wait. Um. Legally Blonde, yeah, Legally Blonde, yeah. Because um, my sister was really into that film, and I would only watch Legally Blonde because Reese Witherspoon was in it, and I'm like, oh, I love you. Um, and also, like, um, and also, she's just, like, a really good actress. Are you talking about this Reese Witherspoon? No, not that Reese, not the Eric Andre Reese, Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> Dude, that guy is pretty awesome. Like, literally, like, 
I mean, looks I know. good in a wig, but nah. I was really into Reese Witherspoon from Cruel Intentions. Oh, Big Little Lies. I was and, like, um, where has Reese Witherspoon yeah. been? Yeah, I feel Big like Little she Lies. hadn't did anything since um, that movie with Sofia Vergara. Do you remember what it was called? Oh, yeah, the, 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 the Hot Pursuit. Hot Pursuit. That, that sounds movie right. came yeah. out a long time yeah, ago. But, uh, yeah, she's been doing Big Little Lies. Yeah, and she she's doing big, the Steve Carell show. Yeah, but, um, yeah, yeah, yeah she, she was a big one for me. She's good. And she wasn't singing for like a voiceover. Scarlett Johansson in... Into the Spongebob movie? Uh, no, <laughs> That's how I was in well, The first time I saw her was like in, like I knew, and I knew it was for uh, Iron Man 2. Yeah. For all the faults of that movie. Scarlett she's, Johansson she's, was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like, hey. I was, I had a crush on her voice in her. Um, which, by the way, disclaimer, I think I plugged my um, thing into the wrong port, so you might be hearing this very loudly in your ear, so I'm going to apologize so for that. So we're sorry if I keep yelling in your ear. <laughs> Because like I'm looking at the uh, the sound <laughs> things and it's all like all the way at the top, which yeah. I'm, I don't feel like I'm talking that loud. We you can we always can, yeah we can always always. Loud. I mean, technically, I could edit the episodes, but you know that's a, <laughs> like, that's a lot of work. Like, that's we like, can put this in audacity and just like change the amplitude down. Also, so, I don't know if anybody you have seen the show. Um, Rachel Brosnahan, she plays uh, marvelous Mrs. Marvelous Maisel. Maisel. Mm-hmm. My oh, God, when I started watching that show, I was like. I love this woman. I want to marry her. I just, uh, I really I just, wish I loved Marvelous Miss Maisel. I, I was gonna watch Marvelous Miss Maisel one day, and then I saw Chuck was on my was on my list. And I'm like, you know, I, I had a I had a good friend who likes Chuck, so I started to watch it. And like, crap, I, I was supposed to watch Mrs. Maisel. So this ep- this answer could affect me really badly, <laughs> but I actually saw this person for a split sec, no, two times in person. And this might trigger David for a second. Kaylin Dever. Oh, Kaylin Dever? Yeah. How old is she? Um, she's in her 20, 20, she's 22. Are you serious? Um, yeah. She looks like she's in middle school. Yeah, she's a, I, I watched Booksmart and then I had a very big crush on her for about two days and then, then I was. Yeah. (laughs) She's in, um, uh, Last Man Standing, which is a very underrated show. I I actually agree. Um, even though I don't agree with Tim Allen too much, it's still a funny show. Yeah, Um, it's a funny show. But she, she was my favorite character in that always. And Mm -hmm. then I liked her in, um. Uh, what's it called? Beautiful Boy. And, I didn't um, even know that was her. <laughs> and was then she was, I went back and watched this film called Short Term 12, which she was in. She's also amazing in that, so she's underrated. I agree. That's a good one. I have like a million, but a few that come to the top of my head. Uh, Haley Steinfeld in Age of 17. I would say Anya in um, Split. Uh, Olivia Cook in... Uh, me and Earl and the Dying Girl. Like obviously, oh, I still haven't seen that. Is that good? I, I like Anya either. and Olivia in every role, but like those are the two where I was like, okay, I get it. You're you're amazing. Um, I think currently and, my favorite is y'all know it, Sarah Paulson. Um, <laughs> Sarah she, Paulson. Yeah, Sarah Paulson. She's why. <laughs> first of all, she's just gorgeous. I mean, out of, wow, she is stunning. Uh, second of all, like, okay, yeah, she's, like, <laughs> kind of random. Just, well, like, but no, she's just like a powerhouse actress, like in everything she does. American like, Horror Story, she was great in Ocean's Eight, Twelve Years a Slave. Wait, was she? Um, um, her small part in The Post was good. Was she in Glass? Uh, yes, uh, yes, she was in Glass. Okay. Oh, her okay. and Daniel Taylor Joy crossover. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, going so, around quickly. Sarah Paulson's great. Who is your favorite actress working today? Um, Sarah Paulson. <laughs> Sarah Paulson for Ryan. I will go. 
Um, my answer switches based off of whose movie I saw last, and the last movie I saw by Olivia Cooker and Anya Taylor-Joy was Katie Says Goodbye, so Olivia Cook is my favorite actress of today. Um, Chase? Uh, at the top of my head, probably Beanie Fieldstein, because... Over Haley. Over... No, no, no. Oh, wait, no, no, never mind. Haley Simon. <laughs> I love Haley. Over Yara. Yara. Oh, okay, but the thing is, Yara Shahidi, oh my gosh, as much as I love her, I love her with all my heart. She's only in... Gr- like, she... Yeah, she's, she's not really gr- a movie actress. She's not really that much. Or, like, I still support her. Because she's in school right now, so she can only That's do, true. like, so much. So, Haley? Yeah, Haley. It's Haley Steinfeld, for people who don't know yeah. shorthand. Haley Lou Richardson, also. Um... Great, and I just said the edge of seventeen. Rodrigo, Jalit, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she suddenly had one movie. I can't, can't really, you know. Yeah, yeah, I understand. <laughs> um, but uh, maybe Caitlyn Chet. Maybe honorable yeah. mention Amy Adams. I know we all like her. Um, she's yeah, she's a good, really good actress. Yeah, really um, good. Honorable ben- mention Emma Stone. I know we all like her as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Benjamin Newman, you get the last one. <laughs> Who's your favorite actor or actress working today? Huh. Who's your favorite actor or actress working today? We said actress. I don't know. <laughs> All right. We'll go with Chris Hemsworth. Um, <laughs> so that'll wrap, that wraps our first movie crushes uh, discussion. Rachel said she's on her way. I don't think she'll make it, honestly. But if I she know. comes back, I'll let her pitch in. Oh, wow. I, I have um, a good idea who, who that who that man would be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, currently. Um but, yeah, then, but she has so many. Like, you ever seen her, like, have you seen her Twitter where, I think, like, I one day she went, like, on a rant from that guy from Schitt's Creek. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I forget his name. Uh, Eugene Levy. Yeah, Eugene Levy. Um, I would feel, man, me and, me and Rachel should have, like, a face-off of who um, stands more more people. Yeah. She could just go on. She, I also, I think, yeah, I don't think I have as much. I'm just... Very vocal about the few. (laughs) Um, But next off, we're going to play two games, and then we're done. Forever. Um, Maybe not forever. But we're going to play two games. The first one, we're going to call this the the guessing movie guessing game. Um, So how we do this one is we're going to go around, and you're going to have to think of a movie that you think every single person at the table has seen. Uh. And you're going to have to explain it vaguely. I'm going to give everyone five words. You get five words to explain this thing. You cannot mention uh, any character. Okay. You cannot mention any specific plot points or anything that would give... Like, you can't say lightsabers or anything like okay. that if it's a Star Wars movie. That's too specific. All right. So, and then you're going to go. You have your five, have words, five words. Five words. And then... Do we have seven? I like the number seven. You have seven words. So it's like uh, words like of and a. Yeah, count. that counts. Yes, it does. Okay. It, it counts in your words. And... Yeah, those are, and then once you pitch it, we'll try to guess, see what it is. Um, we'll see who's the best explainer. Um, Andrew's here. He hey, just got yeah, here. Um, uh, and he'll man. go first. All right, I, I got it off the top of my head right now. Whiny teen murders millions of workers. Oh, I know this. Yes. I don't want to say it, though. Oh, I know, yeah. I know it. Yes. Yeah. Well, I guess we can do it together. Star Wars A New Hope. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dings. Yeah. Wait, seriously? Yeah. yeah. Murders A New you haven't seen Star Wars, have you? I've seen The New Hope. But oh, so yeah. Luke, his character is kind of whiny throughout the entire movie. Yeah, and then at the end, when he blows up the Death Star, there's about a million workers oh, on the Death Star. So oh, just yeah. murder millions of workers. Like, I knew it was Star Wars, but I was like, okay, this is either A New Hope or this is The Last... I mean, this is The uh, Last Jedi. It's where he oh. kills, like, all the workers for the Republic. I mean, for the... Uh, re- 
rebellion. Chase, you're up next. Here okay. we go. Uh, okay. Uh, kid uses robot as mechanism. Kid uses robot. Oh, Big Hero 6? How do you... Oh, yeah. that's, that's good. <laughs> yeah. We all thought that at the same time. I These are too easy. Come on. <laughs> well, I mean, I yeah, think of something... I head, because, yeah. like, I couldn't... Think of something that we all know, but, yeah, don't make it too simple. Um, okay. Oh, mine's horrid. So, uh, <laughs> orphan boy becomes teacher's pet. Orphan that's Harry boy. Potter. Harry boy. <laughs> yes. You could also <laughs> done, like, noseless guy obsesses <laughs> over teen. Um, Ryan. Everybody... Everybody does the ice bucket challenge. Uh, Titanic? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, I have one. Chase? um, Long-nosed man. Pinocchio. No, no, I haven't finished it yet. Long-nosed man. Seven words, right? Seven words. Yeah, seven words. Long-nosed man uh, adopts three kids. Just pick a little me. Yep. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, uh, Guy what? gets cancer but has humor. What? Wait, wait. Uh, is Deadpool. that um, Deadpool? Yeah, Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why I thought I was the Martian, but he doesn't get cancer. Um, he looks like it though by the end of it. Uh, I should have been thinking while y'all were going, but I was. Let's see. I'm gonna skip me, Rodrigo again. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, I can't think of. Wait, something. I, ha- I have Chase one. again. Chase again. Uh, this is fun. <laughs> Uh, I can't say the actress. No. Okay. No. Girl meets alien. Bumblebee. No, no. Oh. Monsters vs. Alien. No. <laughs> Girl meets alien in E.T. gas station. Girl meets alien in gas station. Okay, this one's pretty good. Oh, bad. okay. Yeah. Girl meets alien in the gas station. obscure movie? It's... it's is it, is it one obscure. that like we've seen? Probably. Okay, so what a girl meets alien in gas station. Yeah. It was it directed by JJ Abrams. Dang. <laughs> oh, no. I was thinking of Super Eight. It's not Bumblebee, right? Hmm? No, it's not Bumblebee. Nope. Escape from Planet Earth. Nope. Alright, no. <laughs> I have a reference. Anybody know that movie? Uh, uh, hmm? Oh, Monster uh, Truck. Monster <laughs> Truck. <laughs> no, that was a guy. That was a guy. Yeah, who um, in a garage. Oh, you said gas, gas station. station. It's a robot. No, I said no, no, meets an alien. Meets an alien. Do you guys want me to give you the answer? Teenage Mutant Ninja. Yeah, I'm tapped out. I don't know it. Is it animated? Yeah. It is animated? Yeah. No, it's Uh, not Inside Out. Uh, Guy. Oh, um, what's the Spielberg one? That's a robot. Never mind. Just kidding. No, uh, no. Can you give us us, like a hint? Nope. How many words is it? It's one word. Okay. Do you... No. Oh, home. Yeah. It's ah. home. Yeah. I was gonna say. Oh, okay, I was originally okay. gonna say Rihanna meets Alien. Yeah. Because, um, I haven't even seen Home. Yeah, I haven't seen yeah. Home. I would have never didn't got see that. See the scene in the trailer where she's like. Yeah, I was thinking of the trailer. I saw Holmes. That was a long time ago. Yeah, I own the movie. I still haven't thought. Of, I, I'm really not trying. Um, so, um, Rodrigo again. <laughs> uh, Angry Jews burn down theater. Glorious bastards. Glorious bastards. I haven't mm. seen that. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um. Man kills everybody in church. Uh, Kingsman. Kingsman. Yeah. Kingsman. <laughs> I remember uh, that scene. The Secret Service. Yeah, yeah. the Secret Service. Government uh, organization leaves a, uh, leaves a guy to defend himself. 
Go, wait, it's government? The, oh, no, yeah. hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I know, I know what the organization leaves guy to defend <laughs> himself. That's seven. Leaves <laughs> guy. Um, government it's, organization it's leaves the Martian. Guy. There you go. Wait, wait, wait. I it's have, supposed to. Is that even accurate? Yeah. I have one. Chase? Uh, dad, dad destroys kids' toys to make, I mean, to make. The Lego movie, no. right? Yeah, I didn't even the same thing. No, the <laughs> dad destroys kids. But he doesn't really destroy them. That's why I was like... Well, like, he destroys them. Did you have one? I thought you were looking something up. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah Ben's got one. Uh, first. Commercialism leads... Wally. Commercialism le- leads to a dinosaur and a gorilla fighting. King Kong. Oh, Rampage. Ramp- oh, is, oh, is it Rampage? Yeah. King oh, Kong, Kong Skull Island. Well, wait. Ready Player One. Yeah. It's not Kong vs. Godzilla, because it hasn't that came out, right? Out <laughs> it's the ultra one. It's oh, oh! That's good! That's, 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 I didn't think about that. <laughs> that's a deep dive. Okay. A yeah. deep dive. Okay. Andrew, yeah. you go, man. Okay. Three-star restaurant has health code violations. Oh, that's... Ratatouille. That's yeah, right. <laughs> I have one. Chase? <laughs> Babies get stuck on carts. In woods. <laughs> the Rugrats uh, movie. Babies get stuck That's in my next in a movie? cart. No, the Rugrats movie. Fuck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to be like, no, that's actually oh, Rugrats in Paris. Uh, they don't have a cart in <laughs> Guy fights bullies with clowns. It? Yeah. No. No, with wait. clowns. Yeah. Guy fights bullies with clowns. Ferris Bueller's Day Off? No. I'm okay, Is I've never seen that, but I know he fights his bullies. Monsters that live underneath the bed? No. Dang. I can't even think of movies. I'm so proud of this one. Say it again. Guy guy fights bullies with clowns. Uh, is it the weird movie with the clowns from outer space? No, that's Dang. Killer Clowns from Outer Space, which is horrid. Uh, but it's funny, though. It's pretty bad. Uh, guy fights bullies with clowns. I can't think of too many clown movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, oh. The well, Dark Knight? No. <laughs> uh, oh, the, oh, that the was, Dark Knight Rises. No. Batman? Batman? No. Um, which genre is it? Um, it's comedy. Okay. Straight comedy, not action comedy? No. Tag. It's animated. Animated comedy. Okay, with clowns. clowns. With clowns. Guy, guy fights... Toy Story 3. No. Oh, damn no, it's that. Batman Mask of the Phantom. Inside Out. <laughs> no. With the clowns. Batman's... Uh, Toy Story T. No. No. It's not any of the Toy Story. No. 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 Incredibles 2. No. Incredibles 1. No. No. You're so close. Frozen. Wait, no, that's not Pixar. Hold on. What is it? A Bug's Life. Oh, okay. Never really got that. I didn't know there were clowns in Oh, the circus bugs. No, no clowns though. <laughs> no, but remember, like when Flick gets caught and that guy's like, you, like you mean to tell me like this entire thing was concocted by clowns? And I'm like, yeah, they are kind of that's clowns. a deep cut for a deep movie. I was uh, very, I'm so proud of that. I won. Uh, I got one, but it is way too. Okay, easy. we'll let everyone do one more, and then <sighs> then that'll be the end. Um, that was your last one. Yeah, so that was my last done. one. I ended on a high. Ben, Thank you. you get your last one. Do you have anything? Seven words. What shall it be? Bears help, like, bears help space army fight 
other space army. Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Wait, seriously? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, we're going to have a... Little teddy bears and he walks. <laughs> I remember, you know, like... Um, Rodrigo? Uh, uh, it's too easy, though. Chase, we'll come back to Rodrigo. Okay. Uh, make it hard. Make it real hard. I'm trying to make it hard. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try to make my hard, so give me, like, 27 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go. Yeah. Rednecks pull off heist. <laughs> Ocean's 8? No. No, they're not. Is it a Tarantino movie? Ocean's 11. No. Uh, Wait, no. Y'all on the right track. Going yeah. in style, directed by Zach Brown. <laughs> 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 like, 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 like... Tucker and Dale versus Evil? No. Oh. Can you say it again? I can't think of heist. Rednecks pull off heist. Rednecks pull off. Oh, Red? No. No. Is, is it the one with like, the armored truck and the guy that... Wrote, like, I don't know what you're talking about, 21... To, nope, never mind. No. <laughs> Not a heist at all. No. Oh, Tower Heist? No. Um, I think it's a Western. But um, I don't know which seven. one. No, you're, you're all on the right track <laughs> earlier with the Oceans movies. Oh, Oceans. Oceans. Oh, oh Django Unchained. No. Is it Oceans 11? No. Wait, they pull up a heist? 17. No. All right. 17. Nine. No. No, wait. 35. No. How many words? Two. Two. Two? Is it one of the Oceans movies? No. Oceans. Okay. Can I just tell you all now? No. Um, Oceans. Nine. Ride Along? No. Wait, it's in the vein. Okay, never mind. I don't Fast know. Fast Logan Lucky. Nope. Oh, oh crap. I never saw that film. That's no, good. If you haven't, go see Logan Lucky. It is absolutely hilarious. Daniel Craig as a redneck is yeah. awesome. The only wow. reason Adam I Driver, too. Is because Adam Driver is in there. Yes, Adam Driver, Channing Tatum, Seth MacFarlane, Riley Keough, Katie Holmes, Catherine Waterston, Sebastian Stan is in there. Yeah. Oh, Seriously? Oh, the Winter Soldier? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Right. Two amazing actresses. Flawless. Dang. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, okay. Or gosh darn it, I should say. I'm gonna. We are not officially rated PG 13. I'm gonna have. Chase curses every episode, which is the weirdest thing. No, to I, me. I know. I say, I'm starting to say shit. I don't want to curse anymore. Um, Chase. Uh, okay. Now don't look at my freaking right. phone. Not gonna look. Okay. This is gonna be kind of hard. Because uh, nobody's seen this movie, but I've seen it and. I love it. I'm not thinking of like really obscure animated mm-hmm. films. It's not. It's not really animated, but let's wait. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, birds deliver mails. Oh, I already know what it is. What is it? Valiant. No. Storks. Muffin. No. Rio no. two. One muffin. It's like. <laughs> wait, finish it. Though. Yeah, finish it. <laughs> Wait, start over. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. uh, let me do. Let me describe it kind of differently. Uh, birds get. Let me write this down. Birds. Okay, birds get lost in jungle. Rio. Rio yep. two. <laughs> Wait, I said that before. <laughs> you, know, you guys said well. I literally I said Rio too. Actually, the first answer was Storks, but uh, I changed it because I was like Andrew said it. So I was like, I wanted to be more vague because. So I was on the right track with Storks. Yeah, yeah. And I was good. My original answer. No, was yeah, good. you had it. Okay, oh, Rodrigo, you get the honors of the very last one. Uh, Wait, no, we have a special guest. If she shows up, is that her? Is potential? Well, Rodrigo, just go. Rodrigo, go. Okay. Um... So this one is, uh, so 
teacher makes a cult with um, makes a cult. Ah. how to get away with murder no <laughs> T teacher makes a cult with uh, lessons with with lessons what? yes with Bad times at the El Royale. No. Goodwill <laughs> Hunt. No, that's what's the no, other one? What's the one where he sits on the stands? Dead Poets Society. Yes. That's a show. That's not a movie. That is that's definitely that's a, a movie. movie with the late great Robin Williams. That is one of my <laughs> favorites. My God, I love that movie. Oh, you remember the? I'm thinking of Red Bands. Do you remember the SNL sketch? Oh yeah, Fred Armisen. Doing Dead Poets Society, yeah. that's good, that's good. What I want to do with the last few minutes is we're going to do a little movie fighting. Okay. And, but it's going, to be, it's going to be speed round. It's going to be quick. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give you all a question. Hmm. It's going to be something like, who's your favorite Hollywood Tom or something like that. Or Tom. It'll be all along those lines or which one's better, this or this. And I'm going to think of them off the top of my head, so that'll work. And I'm going to put two of you against each other, and here's how it's going to work. The person who answers first is going to get 20 seconds to tell you why they're right. Then the next person is going to get 30 seconds to tell you why they're right and why the other person's wrong. And then the first person's going to get 10 seconds to rebut what the other dude just said. So, first up, it'll be Andrew. Oh, great. Versus Rodrigo. Dun, dun, dun. And the question that I'm thinking of at the moment, which I still have not figured out while I am talking, is... Best Hollywood Tom, just do that. Best Hollywood Tom. <laughs> no, I've already told you. Um, that would be interesting, though, because I know what both of you are going to say. So I'm going to do it. Who is the best Hollywood Tom? Tom Hardy. Tom Holland. Oh. What are you? What? what? It's Hanks. Wait, Come on, are you stupid Tom Bergeron. <laughs> okay, never mind, never mind. We're not, we're not, we're not debating. This is Andrew versus Rodrigo. Andrew says Hardy. Rodrigo says Holland. Right. They both didn't say Hanks. <laughs> All right, they Andrew. both didn't say Cruz. <laughs> but Andrew, all right, wait, uh, three, two, you didn't give us go. You got twenty seconds. Right. Tom Hardy, out of all the Toms in Hollywood, he is probably the most versatile actor, all right? You've seen him. He's done drama. He's done action. He's done probably done comedy at one point. Um, he did... Venom? Not, mm, Venom is a terrible movie, but it is yeah. kind of fun. But anyway, Tom Hardy, he, dis, he envelops himself in every single role. You know, he... Completely involves the physicality. Bane, he got jacked. Time. All right. In the future, don't interrupt someone. And, <laughs> and, and, and 30 and seconds, time, Rodrigo, go. go. First of all, you can't even understand half the time Tom Hardy's speaking in a movie. Because most of the time, he goes like, oh, so you cannot hear anything. Tom Holland, while young, yes, perhaps, he's a really good actor that, like, it would just, like, Three movies, he made a character that people were crying about at the end of Infinity War. You know how difficult it is to get a character right like that as a 20-year-old? Time. That's not true. He had five more seconds. <laughs> but, you know, okay, okay, Spider-Man. He's like the what? One, he's the third iteration of Spider-Man. Okay, okay, well, can do Spider-Man. Awesome. Tom Hardy, on the other hand, he, every, he does different roles all the time. He did this rom-coms. Uh, Mad Max. Guys. You know, he's, time. Uh, okay. um, you the verdict. Well, the judging panel will be me, Chase, and Ryan for this one. Mm. Chase, I'll swing it to you first. Who had the better argument? Not who had the better answer. Who had the better argument? Uh, well, he, Andrew, had the better argument because he did prove a point. Tom Cruise, I mean, Tom Hardy has been in the industry a lot more longer than... Uh, Get in here! <laughs> Special <laughs> guest, <laughs> Rachel <laughs> So, Chase, you're going with Andrew. Ryan, who are you going with? Uh, who made the better argument? Yes. Uh, I'm sorry. Andrew. Oh, I would have went with Rodrigo, but um, 
So Eddie wins round one. So as the champion, he will go again against. Oh come on, Ryan Mack. Oh, that's not your name, Ryan. Ryan. Wait, you related? I mean, potentially. And the question is. All right. So I just keep going until someone beats me. Yeah. God. And the question that I just made that up. Too easy. Okay. The question is. Who's the better Chris? Wait, wait. Oh, sorry. Who, which um, property has better movies overall? DC or Marvel? Oh. Okay. DC, DC all movies included, not DC. DC. It's Marvel. Andrew, you go first. Okay, probably the crowning jewel of the entire DC universe, outside of Batman's 89, is the Dark Knight. It has transcended every single comic book movie, and it's still considered the best comic book movie of all time. It has set the path, it's set the tone for what superhero movies can be. MCU has adopted from Dark Knight. <laughs> yep, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> How much time did I have left? Five seconds. Oh, okay, yeah. And Ryan. I feel like the only thing that you really mentioned was like, oh, like the Dark Knight, like really like set up for like for what comic movie like what comic book movies can be like and they honestly really haven't capitalized on that a whole lot marvel like on the other hand is they reach a like more broad audience um with their like with their characters their stories uh to me like their films just like look better like physically than that of dc and also like marvel just has like better marketing than that of like a dc time yeah Okay, okay, time starting now? Yeah. Okay, but anyway, that doesn't... But Marvel movies, at a certain point, they've kind of just come look all the same. You can just swap out characters and all that. DC, at least, have every single movie has a different feel. It may not work, time. but there's a different... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Rodrigo, who do you think had the better argument? Mm, I think Ryan. I think he, he fo you focus a little too much on one movie, which is fine, yeah. but you focus on one. He started to kind of talk about more than just yeah. the one film, so I'm going to go to Ryan. I agree. You got bogged down on The Dark Knight, which is greater than yeah, any Marvel which movie is, by yeah, quite a lot. Yeah, yeah, which is I, said the, film. I said the film franchise as a whole. And you also could have DC talked about other very DC inconsistent. <laughs> Shazam. So Shazam, Ryan wins that right. round. Next up, Ryan Too versus easy. Chase Mack. The uh, question is, I intentionally focus on darkness. I could get out of this. <laughs> is who or what is the best animated movie of all time? Uh, all right. No, it's the question. When do, when do I start? Well, whoever we have to answer first. Spider-Man. Frozen. What? Okay. Chase is going with Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Ryan is going with Frozen. Yeah, Everybody, <laughs> you get 20 seconds on the clock. Everybody, hold on to your seats because I'm about to spit mm -hmm. some hot fire. We have to, we have to go, we have to go quick because we're over right. time. So Chase, you get 20 seconds. Go. Okay, Spider-Man and the Spider-Verse has literally uh, outpaced the limits of animation. It literally goes over. It's funny. It's great. The animations, the visuals are uh, exceptional. It does what not many animation films these days do. Uh, it de it defined it explored a new uh, path of animation. Time. Oh, Ryan, thirty seconds on the clock. Go. Um, okay, uh, Frozen not only changed the game of what not only what like a princess theme movie can be, but also what just like an animated film can be in general with its setting, like and also its characters. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, like yeah, the storyline. Uh, Disney had to change up the story of the Snow Queen. Um, like solely based like on the song like let it go oh yeah and the music slaps like i'll admit spider-man slaps but also like frozen did a very good job with its casting characters and time songs 
Chase, 10 more seconds, go. Uh, Sunflower is great. I can listen to it all day for a month. Frozen, let it go. I got tired after like a week. It's so annoying. There, that's it. That's yeah. all I can say. Um, Chase wins for me. Rachel, what do you think? Uh, I would Fuck. say Chase as well. Yeah. Yep, okay, Chase wins. <laughs> yeah. um, I would say Chase Next up, Chase versus... Rachel. Rachel. Ah. I'm going to lose. Like that. I'm well, going to lose. Depends and on depends the on the question. The question okay. is... No, that's too. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we doing like ten second debates? Is that what no, we're doing? No, yeah, it's like 30, yeah, it's 20, 20, 30, and then ten. Okay. Um, oh, okay. The question is, who is the best actor under the age of thirty? Oh God. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, well, I gotta think of one. Um, Timothy. Oh, okay. Okay, I think I got one. Did you? Are you going with Tim- that? I'm going with Timothy okay. Chalamet. Got a boy, Rachel. Okay, I'm going with Saoirse Ronan. Oh, my God. Um, That's a a good one. I'm I'm screwed. The lady (laughs) going through here. Uh, Chase, you get your 20 seconds to go for Timothy Chalamet. No. I have literally never seen a bad movie that he's in. Beautiful Boy was great, even though there were some things about that film I didn't like. Uh, Call Me By Your Name, he did fantastic in that movie. I just found out that he was in Lady Bird, and he was great in that movie, even though he wasn't in there for that long. Uh, Yeah, he's pretty great. I uh, can't wait to see what stuff he has planned in store. He goes all out in time. Yeah. And Rachel. Okay, Saoirse Ronan is only 25, and she's been nominated for an Oscar three times. Her first Oscar was for Atonement when she was, like, I don't know, 10. And her next one was for Brooklyn, which was a really heartbreaking, sweet movie. And the recent one was for Lady Bird. And I think she's an amazing actor. She has a lot of range. She can do comedy. She can do drama. She can do really interesting topics. She, she's an amazing child actor, and I'm really fascinated to see where she goes next. <laughs> I did. I did. I have. I now have fifty bullets inside of me. Chase, you can talk for ten more seconds if you want. No, he's already bleeding. Chase, he's bleeding. bleeding. Okay. He's, he's bleeding out. I'm bleeding. I can't get like a word out of myself. I feel like they're both very similar though. Like, yeah. I, Timmy hasn't been in as much as Sersha, but I'm really interested again to see kind of where he goes from here. Like their careers will be really interesting to like track. Rachel versus Rodrigo, oh, the last no. battle oh, God. of the podcast of the year. Here we go. The question is, what is the best movie made after the year of 2010? Um, ooh. Ooh. There's a including lot. Th- like, including 2010. 2010. Yeah, from January 1st, 2010 onwards. Well, to, yep, till April 18th. What if we have the same answer? <laughs> Don't look at Letterboxd. Uh, <laughs> we need Letterboxd right oh, now. That's, okay. Uh, I'm just, I'm just trying to make sure. The answer is Inception. <laughs> no. Uh, throwbacks to ASMR. Um, I think the answer is Toy Story 3. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, I'm going to stick to that. Okay. Toy Story 3 for Rodrigo. <laughs> I think I have mine. Who are you going with? Ooh. Okay. Okay, I have mine. <laughs> Rachel, who are you going with? I think I'm going to go with Moonlight, directed by Barry Jenkins. Oh, Ooh. really? Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I guess I'll just... You're lucky you're not going to get... Well, actually, I would just be... I would forget my own movie and just yell about Moonlight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, Rodrigo, you have 20 good. seconds talking about Toy Story 3, I believe. Yes, Toy Story 3, man. and go. Toy Story 3 is Pixar's magnum opus. It is by far and away the best film they have produced since they started making movies in 1995. It has the most emotion, the most character. This thing made me cry not once, but like twice in the end. And I, 
you know how hard it is to make me cry regarding toys? Toys. Time. <laughs> uh, you're gonna say like uh, I mean, Coco or like freaking. Uh, Maybe. Rome, I was gonna be Rodrigo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rachel, you get thirty seconds. Uh, Moonlight. Go. Okay, I think Moonlight is one of the most unique films in a while. It's not based on anything. I think it's. Maybe based on a play, but it's it's told in three structures. It's nonlinear. It's really fascinating. It tracks like a really interesting story about this like young black man who's growing up and dealing with his life and his family and his sexuality. And it's told in a really beautiful way. And it's really impressionistic. It's like a painting. It's beautiful and really and it has the three. It's three different actors play the same character. I think it's like a really unique. I've never I've, I've never seen anything like it before, and it made me cry really hard. Time and Rodrigo, ten seconds to rebut. Go. Well, like. I think like while while it's probably artistically better, like I feel like those stories like harkens more to like my, our childhood experiences and like seeing that as time as, as younger. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll uh, I'll go with Rachel because I think you kind of undercut yourself by saying, well, that film's better, but this one meant more to me. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of uh, I don't know. I said artistically. Um, yeah, but how many people are in? There's five people. So Andrew, who are you? I'm going Rachel. Chase, Rachel, and that's it. Yeah, I'll give it to Rachel. She she presented more value. So Rachel's the winner of this round and this episode. Yeah, it's the last episode of the Media Theater Podcast for this year. She's literally Thor in Avengers Endgame, and everybody loses in like the battle. I show up with a raccoon on my shoulder. Yeah, she came in at the last minute and just defeated everybody. Oh, also I missed everyone's crushes, but I guess I'll have to listen. Back to the yeah, <laughs> I, I mentioned um, I mentioned um, Kira Knightley, but uh, yeah, okay. What is this? Yeah, yeah, like, crushes, yeah, but yeah, we uh, it was like your first crush. You can go really quickly, but we really don't Amy have Adams. too much time. Amy, Amy Adams. Adams. We didn't yeah. Amy Adams as well. Oh, right. Oh, 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 in oh, in a movie. Oh, uh, I mean, it could be the actress. I just Amy Adams. Yeah. <laughs> in general. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Thanks to everyone who's been listening over the last nine episodes. I think it's episode Yay. nine or ten. Time. Um, it's been good. Uh, we'll see what happens with this in the future. But uh, uh, for I the last, continue, right? <laughs> for the last, well, yeah. Be what? sure to look out for mini series and like spinoffs coming. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, but for the last time, goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye.